0: Trading time for money, renting your life away to some big corporate job, I couldn't do that anymore. So this podcast was created to find my way through It was a journey of discovery and learning to model others who already did it, who are already successful, and creating my own way to financial freedom. So this is Freedom Hacking Podcast, and I'm Chelsea Mayo, and I'd love for you to join me on the ride and grow with me. And thank you for joining. This is Chelsea and I'm here with um, a special guest today. She is a speaker and she helps people through many different um, situations in their life. And I can't wait to introduce you to her and let her tell her story and some tips and tricks on how you can deal with things in your life. Uh, Her name is Arita. And thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so happy that you got to um, spend some time with me today. I know your time is very valuable and you are probably a super busy lady. So I would love for you to start off just telling us your story and um, like where you started and possibly, you know, what you have planned in the future.
1: Okay, well. I come from a, a violent background um, as a child. I, I lived in, in violence until I was 16 and I left home. And it um, wasn't too long after that, I entered into an abusive relationship that was a long-term relationship. Um, I, I got past that only to find myself riddled with anxiety and depression and unable to deal with even day-to-day trials. And as luck would have it, I, I got a job and it was it was my dream job and I and I worked there for many years until my boss was accused of embezzlement. And it was a small office. He was fired and locked out, and I I was left in charge of everything. And the board of directors was down my neck, detectives were down my neck, um, all kinds of legal and the And it was a membership situation. So all the members were down my neck. It was, it was the most traumatic happening in my life. But the funny thing about it was that I got through it with relative ease. I made it through and I learned how to deal with my anxiety and my depression. And since then, having helped all my staff get through it as well, I have, been asked to talk to people about going through the troubles and then when they find out about my background they're more interested in that as well and how I survived that. So by using what I did and my psychology, I I did go to college for psychology. I am not licensed psychologist but I do have a psychology background. So using that and my own personal trials and tribulations, what I do is help people see how they can get from, from the middle or the midst of problems, to feeling clear and alive and happy again. And then what I do right now is mostly is I speak to that. I do have a book that's going to be coming out shortly about my background, about my life and how I deal with trials and tribulations and how I recommend other people do it. And I'm hoping in the future that I'll be able to give more people the help that they need and have have more success in the speaking arena so that people can i mean there's a lot of especially this last year a lot of people going through trials and tribulations so there's a lot of need for people to figure out how to deal with even this the day-to-day trials much less oh, you yeah. Promise.
0: <laughs> oh yeah i definitely have spoke to a lot of people and even if you just are on Um, social media, you hear people like letting their hearts, hearts out saying like how hard they're going through things and, you know, very open about things that they've experienced in their past and stuff. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with that. So what you do is so important.
1: Yeah. It's, you, you really, the thing is, is people think they're going through this stuff alone. Nobody else will relate or whatever, but so many people experience things that they don't they can't be vulnerable about, but if they were a little more vulnerable, vulnerable, oh, that's a hard word. (laughs) They could maybe get the help that they need. Right. Right. That's
0: true. I mean, like I did say, some people do open up, but the majority do not. The majority keep it to themselves and it shows up in other ways
1: in their lives. And, and that's what I try to speak to is, people don't realize the reason that they're acting out, whether it's anger or fear or anxiety or whatever, that it's because they're not dealing with their own personal trauma. And they won't even admit it to themselves, much less to somebody else. So helping them find these means and methods to deal with the situation is terribly important. And to make these kinds of things available so that they know that they're out there and it's not necessarily that you have to go and spend three years going to a psychologist you just need to know how to cope right now and that that's what I try to speak to
0: right right and that is key you know using using uh tools and things that you can take hold of on your own and really work through these things that is that is invaluable really absolutely absolutely So I know you said you have a book coming out. What other things um, do you have in your future that you see yourself doing?
1: Well, I'd like to do um, more workshops or seminars. I don't know which one is the exact right title, but I think they're the same. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're the same thing. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Um, To help people more one-on-one. Because when I speak, I tend to speak to large groups and I find afterwards people coming up with their individual stories, which I want to listen to every one of them, help every one of them. But when you're in a big group setting like that, it's difficult. So I'm hoping I can start some workshops and even retreats. We, I live in the mountains, it's a beautiful area, and I would love to have retreats for people to come and spend just a couple of isolated days working on themselves. Oh, I love the treat,
0: retreats idea.
1: Yeah. Because people don't work on themselves. They're, they're willing so often to do so much more for other people and not for themselves. So a retreat would be a real helpful thing for them.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and I've had a little bit of experience with those. We've, I've um, been in a woman's retreat and it is like a whole different thing. Like it, it allows you to just spend time, you know, thinking about why you feel the way you feel and a lot of times there's group activities and different things that help you kind of step out of your comfort zone and really think about how you can improve yourself. And you don't have to think about your kids or your job or anything like that. So it really does like isolate.
1: Exactly. It gives you the permission to say, I'm first right now. There's nothing else tugging at my attention. And that's that's what really again, I, I it, it touches my heart to hear so many people that need that and that if I'm able to help them, that just, that's the world to me. Right, definitely. Well, it's so nice that you do that for people.
0: Um, Now, I know you said you have a book. Where, is that gonna be available anytime
1: soon or is there a timeline that you have for that? Well, hopefully it will be completed and printed or published by this spring. It's called, I Did It and So Can You. A Survivor's Guide to Trauma in Your in, in Life. And um, it, it will be announced and available on my website. Okay. Which, can I give my website now? Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, you what's can, your website? It's com, And um, I believe Chelsea's going to put it up so you can see how to spell that. It, it, it's just like it sounds, but it's a little difficult. So
0: yeah, but I'll, if you go I'll put there, that on there
1: yeah, I'll discuss the book on there in my, there's a blog on there and, and, uh, various things. So I'll be discussing that and that how it's coming along and and when it'll be ready. But it, I also, when I give my talks, my speeches, I, um, have my book available or will have my book available there as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So now I know, um, so we met on Instagram. Do you ever reach out to people and speak? to people
1: there? Or do you have a different social media area that you would um, like to send people? Um, Well, I do do Instagram, which is again, Aradia underscore Zenobia on Instagram. I also do Twitter. I do a lot of talking with people on Twitter. It's amazing how vulnerable people will be on a social media site like that. And there, and, and I don't know what my thing is with difficult words, but I'm oxycentricity.
0: <laughs> it's it's like a, a pre-filter. Like, okay, if you know how to spell this,
1: <laughs> you really now, want to talk to me?
0: Yeah, I'll have it on here so people can just click on it, and you won't have to worry about spelling.
1: Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fine. But I love it. Yes, I, I agree. Twitter is a place where people really just like put so much of themselves out there, and it's like an instantaneous. You know, they put a thought out, and then people can immediately give them feedback and and support. And I really love Twitter for that. That's definitely Wait, and how a good place. vulnerable
1: people will make themselves on there. I I was really amazed by that, and and I have made some very close friends and some very strong relationships through that. I'm, I have to admit that I was really surprised by that, but
0: yeah. And this year, especially, you know, I can't tell you how many close friendships I've made over the internet
1: just yeah. this year,
0: you know, I mean, it, and it's a different type of friendship because um you know, because you're online, it feels like you can be a little bit more open than maybe if you met face to face. So then it's like, you know, each other a little bit on a different level, which is nice, um, you know, and then eventually, hopefully we all get to meet in person. Meet in person.
1: <laughs> I like Maybe once we get past this year, we can uh, do that. But yeah, I, I am, I am pleasantly surprised by the strength of the relationships that I have. And I've actually met people who live close to me, and we only discovered that after we became rather close on on the media. Then we said, "Well, when this is passed and we can get together, we have to do this." And that, I mean, to me, that's exciting that people are reaching out like that, and that you know, then that there are people that respond to that and they respond to it positively. They they there's a lot of kindness out there that that we overlook, I think.
0: I agree. I definitely agree. Um, and I think people genuinely want to help each other. So it it's nice to be able to put that good energy out there to help each other and support each other, especially now in this this super trying oh. time. You oh, know. Yeah. Oh. And I, I do believe it comes back too. So, you know, you know, you put out this good energy and, and, and help people. And then that will come back to you eventually down the road. I mean, it might not be immediate, but I think doing good definitely is way better than, you know, just worrying and being self-centered and worrying just about
1: yourself. And that's an interesting point because that's, that's one of the things that really when you're going through tough times is reaching out to help somebody else out of your own empathy actually helps you to deal better with your own situation because so often we see somebody else's trials and we think that's oh i wouldn't want to be them what i'm going through is nothing even though they might be thinking the same thing about us it it, it's it's amazing how much you can help somebody just by reaching out and help yourself at the same time
0: yeah i definitely agree it does put things in perspective you know, where you think that your world is falling apart, but really things could be a lot harder. You know, things could
1: always be worse, no matter what's
0: going on. It can always be worse. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, generally, if you stop, take a breath and just think about the situation, it, it, it will pass. And, you know, you can save yourself, whether it's five years from now, it won't matter. 10 years from now, it won't matter. If you, if you can see the irrelevance of putting all of your hopes and dreams into this trauma situation, you you can see your way clear through it. And part of that is, again, if you can see somebody else, if you can see somebody besides yourself, you're going to see a clear path. I mean, that that's almost foolproof way to, to get through trials and tribulations. Oh, I agree. I agree. That's a
0: really good tip. Are there any good other good tips that you'd like to um, give the audience, just as a good closing um, on things, you know, if they're going through something difficult, something that you suggest people do to help them make a difference
1: um, in their life. Well, my my one of my favorite suggestions for people to do is take a minute to actually think about what you're going through, whether you write down, write it down as a list, this is the biggest problem part of it, whatever, one, two, three or talk to somebody and say the same thing. Well, the worst of it is this, the worst of it is that, whatever. Make a list for yourself of exactly why it's so terrible. And then think about what you can do about it. I mean, is that out of your control? Like I could do nothing about the fact that my boss was being arrested for embezzlement, but I could could handle my own reaction to it people getting all upset with me, well, there's only so much I could do about that. And so once I realized what I could do and that I had done it or that I was doing it, that made it easier. So if you can get somebody to listen to you so you can do it out loud, that's, that's real relief. But at the very least, write it down, go through and, and show yourself what the steps are, and you'll be surprised how well you can handle it. Now that sounds so powerful. I really like that tip. That's really good.
0: Um, I I find that writing down and saying it out loud to yourself, just to that in itself, definitely makes an effect right away.
1: it, It removes the power that the situation that you're building up in your head has. By making it real, then it's something you can take real steps towards solving. Right. Right. Thank you for that. That was that was really good tip.
0: Well, I really appreciate you giving me the time today. And I think that um, many of our viewers will definitely get a lot out of this and the helpful tips that you gave. And I wanna just remind everyone, so we're gonna have her links in the uh, description. If you just wanna check them out, you can check her out on her social media and her website and keep a lookout for her book that's coming out. That sounds really good. And when you have, um, if you do end up doing like
1: workshops and
0: things like that, you'll probably have them on your website too, right?
1: Absolutely, it'll all be there. And you can contact me through my website as well. Or if you wanna put up my email, please do. People can contact me directly if they if they want to.
0: Okay, that sounds so good. Thank you for offering that. I will definitely make sure we have all that in the description. Um, so like I said, everyone, thank you for watching. And just please, if you found some value out of this, like the video and hit subscribe and the little bell will let you know when I put up new content and you can follow our journeys. I will definitely have more valuable content out there for you in the future. And I hope you all have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.